0: This is Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. We're a little late today because my computer's been having uh, problems. So welcome to the weekly weather for July 10th to July 17th. Uh, interesting week ahead. We're going to find that there's a lot of exciting energy in our week. We also have a full moon, uh, which brings us back and helps us process and see things. And so forward we go into the weekly weather for July 10th to July 17th. Um, and we will, uh, hang on, get our little pointer moving, um, somebody had said they had a little problem with the, uh, hang on, we're working on it, come on, pointer, there we go, okay. So off we go into the day. Um... First up this week we're going to have a full moon on July 13th so this full moon takes us back to when the moon was in Capricorn on July 21st or January 21st last year and then the opening square was last Libra October uh, 13th of 2021 and now we're at the full moon. A full moon chart illuminates things, brings the story to light, helps us see things we hadn't seen before, and is a very strong energy of beginnings, starting new things, and, and helping you culminate and see them. This particular full moon is pretty juicy because it has moon next to Pluto down there at the very bottom of the chart. This is the chart cast for DC, so a few hours after the full moon, moon hits Pluto, and also because... Mercury is combust the Sun. So when Mercury is joined to the Sun, we know that we have a very strong energy of not really listening very well, not really hearing other people very well, not really wanting to you know, believe different than what we already think. We have uh, Lilith out of bounds, we have the Mercury out of bounds, we have the Ceres out of bounds, we also have the Moon out of bounds. With that many out-of-bounds planets, we know we're working with a week with a lot of emotional energy, a lot of intensity, and a lot of passion. So our job with this energy is to go, okay, intensity, passion, over the top, seeing things in a way we never saw them before, and that's fine. It's When we have this kind of intense, passionate energy, we always are advised to take a beat, to take a pause, to kind of look and go, okay. I get it, it's a little intense right now out there, so maybe I'm going to work with the energy in a slightly different way. Or I'm gonna pause a little before I react. Now the sun, as you see, is in what we call a trine to the south node of fate in Scorpio, and in a sextile to the north node of fate in Taurus, and the sun and Uranus are also in what we call a sextile. So what sextiles are is they're working aspects. We can also see Mercury is approaching a sextile to the Saturn, or to the Uranus, rather. So we know that there's a lot of information that's going to be delivered to us under this full moon that we want to pay attention to. We may be a little shocked because the nodes and Uranus are so close to each other. And actually, when we get to August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, I want you to mark those on your calendar because that day, Mars, Uranus, and the nodes all meet up. So we know we're leading up to something pretty exciting then, a lot of intense energy. And the energy of this week does have a passionate component. It also has an intense component. And because the moon is now coming over here and then we'll be spending the next 14 days uh, rolling through this part of the chart, rolling through the part of the chart where all the planets are, we're going to be integrating. The last 14 days we've been standing back with the moon hanging out opposite the planets uh, and kind of looking at them and going, oh, that's what's going on, oh, that's what's going on. So now as the moon moves through the planets, we're going to feel much more like, okay, now how do I work with that? Okay, how do I work with that? So the next 14 days will have a lot of energy as the moon comes to meet up with all the planets that are in the heavens meet up by join meaning saying okay emotional cycle okay new emotional cycle And remember the moon aspects every planet in the course of a month so we do know that that's part of a journey but it, and it meets up with every planet in a court of course of a month but it in this case because the moon is in capricorn on the full moon the moon will be starting new cycles as its ending phase you know it's kind of like wrapping up Going towards a new moon, it's going to be saying to a lot of the planets, Hey, I know we're starting a new cycle, but it's kind of an ending cycle. Do you have anything you want to end? And so your job is to go, Yeah, I'd like to end this. Yeah, I'd like to end that. So as we go from the full to the new, we release. And as the planets, as the moon comes to aspect each planet in order over the next 14 days, they will be, I'm, I'm ready to release this. Kind of like cosmic trips to the Goodwill Station is the way we're going to think of it. And it is, you know, 14 days, so it's not a long time. But be prepared for a lot of stuff to feel like that's done, that's done, that's done. The other thing that's happening is Venus enters Cancer this week. Now, she was in Gemini, so she enters Cancer on June 17th, July 17th, rather, next Sunday. And so she's at the last degrees of Gemini. When Venus, all week, and then she goes into Cancer. When she's at the last degrees of Gemini, she's very, very chatty. And one of the things that's happening is because Mercury is in Cancer out of bounds, she's super chatty. A lot of news, a lot of information, a lot of ideas. You're going to feel like the news cycle is very rapid this week because Mercury is out of bounds, joined to the sun, so it's also going to be authoritative. This is what's happening. But there will always be like, well, it could be this or this, right? could be this or this. And then when Mercury, when the moon enters, when Venus enters Cancer, she'll be in Cancer for a few weeks. And then again, every time the moon changes, she'll change. With all the out-of-bounds planets in the sky this week, there's a lot of intensity for emotional overreaction. Totally fine. Watch the emotions surface. Remember, they're in water. The planets are in water, emotions surface. And what happens when emotions surface, you can have ideas, you can talk about your vision, you can have all this stuff that you're thinking about, but when you add emotions to it, then stuff gets done. And you can talk, Gemini, 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 air, 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 Libra, 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 Aquarius, Aquarius, Aquarius. You can vision, Aries, Sag, Leo, fire, oh my God, we could do this, we could build this sustained thing, we could spread the light. But until water enters in, until we really feel it and we really want it, nothing happens. So this week we're going to be feeling a lot of stuff. And then Venus, the planet of desire, goes into the sign of water at the end of the week. And she's going to be, you know what I really want. Now, she's happy in Cancer, but she's going to change every two and a half days when the moon shifts. So we'll be talking about her as she shifts and changes in that energy. And when she enters Cancer, that particular day, the moon is in Pisces, joined to Neptune in Pisces, speaking to you about what her dream is for the future. So we're in this releasing, releasing, releasing energy, and we're also in uh, new beginnings because whenever we release something, new things start. And I do know quite a few people between now and the beginning of August, they're moving, they're selling their house, they're closing, they're packing their apartment up, they're giving themselves a fresh start. And, of course, that August, the sun on the, the, sun on the note of fate, uh, I mean, sorry, Uranus and Mars, both on the note of fate, that starts a new 84-year cycle as well as a new two-year cycle. So it's an interest, and it's a fated cycle. So we're really getting ready for that first, second, and third of August, these next couple weeks where we go, done, 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 done. What's next? Done, done. We're not even worrying about what next. We're just doing done. So just feel, you know, if you feel like throwing away stuff, clearing your closets, letting go, crying a lot, all in tune with the heavens. The other thing that we're having, and this is always an instructive energy, there's bigger cycles that run underneath, kind of like a drum beat, and they go thrum, thrum, thrum. The bigger cycle running underneath everything this year is the semi-sextile from Saturn to Neptune. Now, what we do is we go back and look at the beginning cycle. So this is all the 89 babies. I've had a lot of 89 babies showing up at my door for astrology readings. I've also had quite a few of people going, you know, I started this in 89. I started this in 89, I started this in 89. Saturn, which is the structure, Neptune, which is the dream. And now I'm kind of finished with it. So what we're in is in a closing semi-sextile. Saturn and closing semi-sextile to Neptune. The next aspect they have is a conjunction a little bit down the road. But right now they're wrapping up and they're releasing. So semi-sextile is the last aspect right before the new the new cycle starts. Again, Saturn saying structure, structure, structure. Neptune saying finished, 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 dissolved, dissolved, dissolved. So we look at what was going on in 89, and we go, okay, what's that structural change? Now, if we go back just even to Boris Johnson, who resigned uh, as the Prime Minister of England, he went over when the EU was formed, which was formed after 1989, and the Soviet Union changed, and the wall, the Berlin Wall collapsed, and the un- reunification of Europe happened. And he was reporting, you know, these Brexit, these, these, this EU business is a real stupid. It's horrible. It's this. It's that. And he was the the participant and the catalyst for Brexit, for England leaving, uh, the EU, which they did, just couple years ago and now he's leaving as he's the one that initiated Pat wrote all these articles about it, reported about it, told all these horrible things about how horrid, horrid the EU was, reported back into England and England read the papers and believed him. Neptune you know Neptune is the, the dream or the, dis, the discovery of the structure and Saturn of course is the body of work and the, 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 the government and Capricorn of course is a government sign so he was really speaking to the dissolving, the releasing, the letting go. He got it to happen. He got elected. Brexit ha- or he got, Brexit happened, then he got elected. I don't know which order it was. But at any rate, he was the Brexit bringer. And by put, planting all this news and information, and now leaves, done. His government dissolved, he left, he quit. We're going to have a new prime minister to deal with the new structures. The closing sextile is releasing the energy that began in 89. So think of your own life, what happened in March of 89, June of 89, November of 89, in your Capricorn house, in your North Node. For me, that was when I started my own business, a computer business in that, in that time frame, and that was on my North Node. So I went off and had kept interviewing for corporate jobs and kept turning them down. And My boyfriend at the time said, well, why don't you just do your consulting. You're making a lot of money consulting. I'm like, ah, I'm going to be nervous. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be this. But I, I was. I was happy. I really liked it. So I got this whole new life that came in because I left the corporate world behind. I mean, I still sold the corporations, but I left a guaranteed paycheck so now we're having this semi sextile where we're looking back and saying well what did you start in 89 now some of you were born in 89 and you guys are all having this i need to find a meaningful life but whatever the dream was that you seeded in 89 we're in the releasing energy of it so think dandelions when they're that big head and they you blow them and the little seeds go flying over or think cattails Google a cattail video, and you pull on the cattail, and it looks solid, but then it turns into this whole seed pod. Think seeds dispersing. Think Charlotte's Web. You know, when all the little babies, you know, when the rat, you know, Templeton brought the egg sack back after Charlotte died and she laid it, and it hung out with Wilbur in the, in the pig pen, and then all the little, all the little spiders hatched, And then they all flew away, except for the three that stayed at the top of Wilbur's pig pen. So the energy of this is the flying away. And that's the energy of this year. It's why we're having the great resignation. Take this job, Saturn. I don't really want to do it anymore. Neptune. I want to dissolve that structure. So we're having the structure-dissolving energy, the dispersing of the energy, the dispersing of the seeds this year. We had one on May 7th, we have one on May 31st, and next January we'll have the third one. But what happens when Saturn and Neptune are dancing near each those are the exact cycles, what happens when Saturn and Neptune are dancing with each other, because this is Capricorn, Energy. We know that when the sun is in cancer, it's going to stimulate this. It's going to activate it. It's going to form it. So this week, we have a number of aspects to the Saturn-Neptune cycle from 89 or earlier in your life. You know, because there's a whole phase of them. But it's going to be a a consciousness and awareness. And because it's cancer, the planets are in cancer, it's emotional decisions around where we're going. Right? So this week, a lot of activity, emotional decisions about the changes that have come in. And think back to 89, watch for stories in the news of stuff that started in 89, because we're going to really be working with that energy. So first up, Venus sextile Saturn. So Venus, the goddess of love and beauty, is in Gemini. And she's in a, in a, um, actually she's in a trine to Saturn. I said sextile, but she's in a trine to Saturn. So she's working with him and trying to figure out, okay, let's. How are we going to modify this structure that we have? How are we going to change it and shift it into something else? And so that's the Venus in Gemini. Gemini always has a couple choices, a couple options. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do that. So as she's in that, in that opening sextile to Saturn, she says to Saturn, well, okay, what? What do you think we should do? Now remember, she meets Saturn every year. But now Saturn is in this position of ending up this cycle from 89 with Neptune. And he's saying, well, I think these are the things we should continue to focus on. And Neptune in Pisces is telling you what we need to let go of. Later in the week, on July 14th, Venus in Gemini has the square to Neptune and Pisces. So there's a very strong energy there where she says, okay, I'm letting this go, I'm done with this. Now remember, Venus is in Gemini, so it's a couple of options. So if you know you're leaving, but you aren't quite sure where you're going yet, (laughs) that's okay, you're packing up your house, you're going to San Francisco, your rent just went up, you're not sure what you wanna do, but this energy is let go, let go, let go it'll be okay it'll be okay it'll be okay because you're done you know the dream is finished you know on some level you're over it so venus squares neptune this week next up the sun is in a quincunx to saturn so the sun in cancer has an emotional reaction an emotional reaction to the story that's giving it trouble with where saturn is trying to control the emotions and so the the sun goes you know I really don't like Saturn when you do that. And the moon is, of course, in Cancer, so it's very feeling. But it also, Cancer moons are pretty tough. It's a cardinal sign. And it's looking at Saturn and it's going, I don't think so. I'm not interested. I don't like this. So we want to kind of pay attention to that energy and understand it on a a deeper level. And then the sun has a trine to Neptune. Sun in Cancer trines Neptune in Pisces. It says, you know, the vision I have for this is a little different than what we've been talking about. Remember, emotion is required for creation, and the Sun trine Neptune is a giant, flowing fountain of information. A lot of emotional feelings. So we're going to watch for that emotional flow that happens when the Sun trines Neptune on, on the 17th. And we're going to feel that energy come flying in, and the sun's going to be like, this is what I want. Next up, Mercury is also quincunx Saturn. Remember, he's in Cancer. He's out of bounds in Cancer. So he's forming an inconjunct to Saturn. And he's saying, so what are the rules? How- Mercury is about rules and regulations and how we're going to do it And Saturn- in conjunct Saturn. We don't really know. What are you doing? Why are you doing like this. And of course, we can certainly see, you know, what are the rules for abortions now? What are the rules with the January 6th commission? What are the rules in England? What are the rules in in Ukraine? There's all these places where structures are being challenged emotionally, and we're being asked to look again and see where we want to shift. What is it we want to change? And so that Mercury in a quincunx to Saturn says, why are you doing it like this again? Now, this also just makes for everything being slow, screwed up, problematic. You can be on the phone with Verizon for eight hours trying to change your phone number with this aspect because things are just not working the way they should. Quincunxes are like, we have to adjust. We have to, we had the sun quincunx first and then we have mercury quincunx. And then in a little while, when Venus gets, she goes into Cancer on Sunday, when she gets into this aspect, she'll form it too. But this is the adjustment, the seeding, the releasing of the stuff that we did back in 89. And it's the last phase. It's like, and, and that's why it feels like so many things are ending, and it feels like so much is emotionally wrought, and we don't have a vision. We just know it's not this. That's that Mercury Saturn. It's not this. This is not what I want. And Saturn goes, All right, whatever. You know, he doesn't really care. He's like, yeah, You'll figure it out. And then later on the 17th, Mercury has a trine. Next Sunday, Mercury has a trine to Neptune. So that's a positive energy, you know, Mercury says to Neptune, this is the dream I'm working on. So this week, as you look at your existing structures, and you go, these structures are not necessarily working for me the way they used to, but I'm also moving towards this new thing that I want to dedicate my emotional energy to. What do I have to get rid of in my old life to make the new come in? What do I want to dedicate emotional energy to, to feed? Because I've been talking about it, I've been thinking about it. And you know, we talked about when we had COVID that part of that whole energy is the Renaissance. You know, after the death and destruction of the pandemic, the plague, the war, all that stuff, there's a Renaissance, there's a rebuild. So we're in this stage of what are we rebuilding? And more importantly, why? What makes us called to something? Why are we feeling that that's important? And we do know that Jupiter is in Aries right now. And he's kind of saying we're starting this new thing, but it's really not starting until December. We're giving you like a hint, a sneak peek, but we're going to go back into Pisces. we got some stuff we got to clear up in Pisces. We're going to do that in October, November, December. But right now, this is your vision, maybe, maybe. So what it can be is you're kind of starting a vision. But you don't have a clear vision, but you know it isn't the old life, so you're letting the old life go. Interesting week. Let it go, let it go, let it go. When Mars and Uranus meet up on August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, on the note of fate, we're going to rock it forward. But right now, you're letting go. You're done. It's finished. It's over. Goodbye. So, that's the energy for the week. Next up, the sun is running from 18 uh, Cancer to 2459 Cancer. In addition to his aspects to Saturn and Neptune this week, he meets up with the Note of Fate on um, the uh, 12th, which is all about important connections, so pay attention to who you meet then. He also forms partnerships on the 13th as he moves forward with a trine to Juno. He also is (coughs) excuse me, um, I sneeze and chews. That's my, that's my trademark. He also is, com- Mercury has combust the sun on uh, July 16th. Mercury's combust the sun all this week. So people have their beliefs. You're not going to dissuade them from their belief. They have their belief. Honor their belief. Don't even argue with them. Just go, well, that's what you believe. Fine. I'm going to go do this thing over here. It, it's no use trying to, let's say a quote, it's no use trying to teach a pig to sing. It ignores the pig and it isn't going to happen. So don't do that. We also have the sun square Eris, the goddess of discord, on the 17th in the middle of that sun t- talking to the Uranus and the Neptune. Um, then we have a uh, a nice aspect with, um, hang on, my thing just, and we continue with the post office di- interruption there. Uh, Mercury this week is running from 1059 Cancer to 2554 Cancer. And it has a meeting up with the Note of Fate on the 14th. So pay attention to who you meet then because he's going to be working with that energy. He also has a real argument around power and control because he has a contra-parallel to Pluto. So Mercury's just not in the mood to be told what to do. Venus this week is running from 21 Gemini through 29 Gemini. Of course, she's going to shift into Cancer at the end of the story, um, at the end of the at the end of the week, around 9:30 on the next Sunday night. And of course, she has her aspects. She also is meeting up with um, an adjusting energy with Pluto where she's going to be a little annoyed with him on the 15th. You know, Again, power and control dynamics are really high this week. Uh, Mars this week is going from 342 Taurus to 830 uh, Taurus, so there's a lot of energy for him, expanding. The other planets are all pretty quiescent, although we do have Ceres square Eris, which is protests and arguments. That's on July 12th. Um, so, Ceres and Aries. Hi, Lemo. you got to move, baby. Then, uh, this week, we also have today, The moon, uh, Monday, Sunday and Monday, the moon's in Sag. It goes void tonight at 9.42, East Coast time, with a square to Neptune. It goes into Capricorn Tuesday morning, the 12th, at uh, 5.01. We have, of course, the full moon at 2.38 on Wednesday. And the moon goes void at 12.17 a.m. on the 14th, with a conjunction to Pluto. Moon is void for four hours on the morning of the 14th, entering Aquarius at uh, 4.13 a.m. On Thursday the 14th, it'll be in Aquarius. It'll be there Thursday, Friday. goes void at 12.36 a.m. on the 16th. enters Pisces at 4 in the morning on the 16th, Saturday. And it's in Pisces Saturday, Sunday. And it goes void at 2.43 a.m. on the 18th and it goes void with a sextile to Pluto. The uh, Aquarius moon goes void with a trine to Venus. So the hard moon is the Capricorn moon, the full moon, a lot of ending energy, a lot of looking at things and seeing it and being done with it. Little dreamy, drifty Monday nights, Sunday and Mondays uh, aspects. The DB days, the Donald Blandford days, are the full moon day, the 13th, and Saturday, the 16th. Those are the toughies. There's also a lot of emotional adjustment on the 15th. Uh, so it's not a hard day, but it's like, well, you thought you wanted that, but no, you're not getting it. Well, you thought you wanted that, but no, you're not getting that either. So those are the days that we're going to be really intense this week. But we, the key is to remember, look at the energy. What is done for you? What is leaving? You know, I know in my case, I came back here, back in, back in New York now, and... Um, My video camera isn't working yet. Coming from Florida. Um, And I'm looking around the place, and I'm like, oh, that can go away. That can throw away. That can throw away. That can throw away. So I know part of my job this summer is going to be throwing away things. Because I'm like, because I lived in Florida in this kind of pristine environment, and here in New York, it's like a Virgo environment. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff. If anybody's ever been to my apartment, I have a lot of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah, I'm done with that. So I just need to start taking stuff out, getting rid of it. So watch when your life, where emotionally you're feeling done, you're ready to let go, it's time for it to all move on. Um, and, and, it, and and that's the energy you want to support. We have a cruise coming up on the uh, January 22nd to the 28th of 2023. I know my link wasn't working on my website, so I fixed it. Uh, you sign up for the cruise with me. It's like 200 bucks, and then you pay for the cruise separately by calling Hildy at KETravel.com. I'm also going to offer, I am offering Cupful of Stars, where you get a daily podcast and a list of aspects for the day delivered to your email at midnight East Coast time, 17 a month. I'm also going to be speaking at ESAR in August, August 29th to 209. I'm going to be talking on the Pluto return for the United States during the conference, and then on Monday, I'm going to lead a horary workshop uh... on monday monday the day after the conference and then uh... omega this year we're going to be at omega from september sixteenth to the eighteenth with a nice group of astrologers talking about heart-centeredness working with that jupiter energy working with the jupiter-neptune conjunction figuring out what's next and then last but not least the pluto return for the united states is available on my website as well as the jupiter-neptune conjunction i wish you a very very good week and I hope you have fun looking at things, making emotional decisions about them, and saying, hey, I'm done with that. That's It's time for that to go. Boom, 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 and letting it go. Big release week. Uh, Kathy, my friend, always goes, I hate it when you go release, release, release. I'm like, well, it is. It's a release, release, release week. You can do it. It'll be fun, and it'll just slip, slide away because there's all this water in the sky. Just floating it off into another realm. Have a great week. Bye-bye.